The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, the Mexican Mexi Pants in the building. And we have another good podcast in store for you. We're trying to make these longer and more one sport oriented. And we had success with the NBA special we did last time. So it is playoff season and almost football season again. So it is almost draft time too. So we will um, definitely cover those two main sports right now. Starting off with NFL news. In the NFL. Now this will air probably around the time of the draft. So, the key things to know right now going on in the news in the NFL. Clemson quarterback Watson ran a 4-6 at the Combine and is trying to be the number one quarterback off the board. Now, as I've said before, the Browns should not go with another quarterback because I don't want them to waste another good talent. He will probably be better off in a better system and somewhere that is not cursed. But again, he wasn't, it wasn't like wowing numbers. It was good numbers, but it wasn't wowing numbers. So I would not go with him if I were the Browns. In other NFL news, Ola Beckham Jr. got a Michael Jackson tattoo not too long ago. Um, I am okay with this as I am a big Michael Jackson fan as many may know. So, yeah, the fact that that is news in the NFL is kind of alarming, but hey, I gotta cover it. Roddy White, there was rumors of him coming out of retirement, but he affirms that he is going to stay retired. Which leads me to the next big piece of news. Marshawn Lynch Beast Mode has supposedly agreed to terms with the Raiders to play for his hometown team. What the fuck? 
Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Are you kidding me? This is what drives me nuts. Now, it drives me nuts when it happens in WWE, but that's sports entertainment. That's staged. There's, it's choreographed. You know, there's storylines. You stay retired. Oh, but then you come back years later. I'm not a big fan of that in WWE. I'm even less of a fan of that in real life. So, if Marshawn Lynch, who retired from the Seahawks, and says, oh, I'm not coming back, and then a season later or so, oh, but Oakland wants me, so now I'm coming back. Mind you, it's in a different conference, but it would still be a slap in the face. Why would you come back? Oh, are they offering you more money? Then don't say you're retired. That's This always reverts back to my whole hypocrisy, lying stance. If you're going to tell me you're retired, then I don't care how much money somebody throws my way. I am not coming back. That's what retired means, okay? I have enough money to last me a lifetime, so I do not need to come back. Now, some players don't have anything better to do, so maybe that's why they come back. Uh, I'm not a big fan of athletes coming back when they say they're retired. Michael Jordan should have stayed retired after the second time he came back. Uh, The first time he retired, oh, I want to go play baseball. Okay, we can't really blame him. His dad had just passed away and whatnot. Okay, fine. Comes back, wins three more rings. He's a badass. Greatest of all time. The GOAT. We'll We'll give him that. But Marshawn Lynch is not the GOAT. Um, Marshawn Lynch said he was retired. Stay retired, okay? That's just the way it is. Then, or say, oh, I'm currently on a sabbatical or I'm taking time off. Drives me nuts. It should not happen. Quit lying yourselves. I mean, did you, maybe he thought he had options elsewhere. Then realized, oh, I I suck at talking. So being an analyst a la Tony Romo is not going to cut it. And if Tony Romo ever comes back, I am going to drink bleach. The fuck out of here. In other NFL news as well. Now, this on the criminal court end of things. If you all remember Aaron Hernandez... You know, the former tight end of the New England Patriots, who is serving a life sentence for the 2013 murder of his uh, former, you know, player who was dating his sister or whatnot, yada, yada, he gone down and whatever. He got a guilty verdict. He's serving a life sentence. Well, now he got found not guilty, a not guilty verdict on the 2012 murder charges that he was being accused of. That was the one where they were saying that, you know, He basically had a gun and somebody pissed him off and he just shot him down. But the defense blamed it on this other drug dealer who was not a good character witness. And so he got off on those charges. However, he was convicted on the charge of unlawfully having a gun or owning a gun. So he has four to five years added to his sentence. Okay, that's what I don't understand. And maybe it will be better explained to me when I'm a full-blown attorney Corner attorney, how can you add four to five years to a life sentence? Okay, maybe a life sentence he gets out with parole 
after what, 20, 30 years for good behavior, oh, but then he's got to do four or five more, get the fuck out of here, the dude's already going to be like an old dude, what's he going to do, collect Medicare, get the fuck out of here, add four to five years, I'm sorry, he's already served a life sentence, he's never getting out because he's, you know, an asshole and doesn't know how to cover his tracks and just guns people down because he's an idiot and a thug, okay, well, yeah, he's a Florida Gator, what else do you expect, I'm just saying. That just seems ridiculous to me That you would add more years And then the The victim's family was crying Because he got a not guilty plea I'm like, he's already going to be in jail for his lifetime What, you want? You wanted a Another life sentence And oh yeah, he's going to serve consecutive life sentences I don't even know what that means He lives once But like he dies and comes back Somebody please explain to me I should have an attorney on the show To explain this kind of bullshit I don't get it. I don't. I really don't. Now, the draft is going to take place. I don't really know who my Giants are going to draft. But if they do draft well, we will analyze that at a later date. Like I said, this is free recording. And it probably will air the day of the draft, so we won't be covering live. There's really no need for me to cover the draft live, because I, I, I mean, on Thursdays I have practice, so I probably won't be in front of a TV. But that's what happens when you have a busy lifestyle. Mixy Mind Matters has to be pre-recorded. No, scheduled, topics, guests, the whole shebang. Now... That ends the 10 minutes we're going to talk about the NFL because it's really not even season to talk about the NFL. It's playoff season. We covered an NBA special last time. This time, it's hockey's turn. Yes. Now, I am not well-versed in hockey matters, so I had to do more research because if you were impressed with the research I did last time, yeah, you'd be even more perplexed with what I bring to the table this time. Now... When I went to the Jackets game, I found out how the point system works in NHL. So it seems that you get a point as opposed to two points if you win, you know, in overtime. And then in a shootout and so forth. So that's why the points were not adding up when I kept looking at the the standings. I'm like, why do they not have like an even, what? What's going on? So two points for a win, one point for a win or after OT. Okay. Anyways, so the playoff system, I always would check it out because as everybody knows, I like the San Jose Sharks. If I were to pick an AHL team, I really don't watch any games during the regular season unless somebody invites me to box seats, you know, at Nationwide or, you know, somebody wants to go to a game and gets me tickets or whatever. I try to woo someone and, you know, I go. Somebody who's into hockey. Because uh, I'm more, like I said, I'm soccer, football, basketball, guys. Come on. Um, now, that being said, the playoff system always looked a little off to me, too. Like, it's not one versus eight, two versus three. No, no, it's not like the NBA. So, I did some research. And it seems, you know, it tweaks from time to time. But basically, for this season, the seeding goes as follows. So, the top three teams in each division... We'll make up the first 12 teams in the playoffs. 
Okay. Sort of makes sense. The remaining four spots are filled by the next two highest placed finishers in each conference. Okay. So, following you so far, this is based on regular season record and regardless of division. Aha. Interesting. It is possible for one division in each conference to send five teams into the postseason while the others just send three. Okay, that would explain the confusion. Okay, now in the first round, it seems the division winner with the best record in each conference will be matched against the wildcard team with the lesser record. Okay, the wildcard team with the better record will play the other division, division winner. Okay, so far that makes sense. The teams finishing second and third in each division will meet in the first round within the bracket headed by their respective division winners. First round winners within each bracket play one another in the second round to determine the four participants in the conference finals. Aha! Oh, so that being said, that would explain why the brackets kind of looked a little funkier than normal. Okay. All right. I follow you thus far, NHL. I follow you thus far. So that being said, I guess the that would explain why we have we had some wild card scenarios, you know, turn out certain ways as opposed to how I expected them to turn out. Okay. So, now that that's been established, in the east of the playoffs, the Washington Capitals are facing the Toronto Maple Leafs. At the time of this podcast, again, there's only been a few games, but by the time this airs, you know, these series might be in the thick of things, some of them might be done, so, don't hate. Just wait. Don't discriminate. Montreal facing the New York Rangers. Pittsburgh against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Ottawa against the Boston Bruins. Okay. So far in those matchups, Washington's winning 1-0 in the series. The Rangers are leading 1-0 against Montreal. Pittsburgh's up 2-0 against the Blue Jackets as things get shifted to Columbus. And Boston's up 1-zip against Ottawa. In the West, Chicago Blackhawks against the Nashville Predators. The Minnesota Wild are facing the St. Louis Blues. The Anaheim Ducks against the Calgary. And my San Jose Sharks against Edmonton. Currently, San Jose's up 1-zip. Anaheim up 1-0. St. Louis is winning 1-0. And Nashville has a 1-0 series lead on Chicago. Now, the thing with hockey that I don't necessarily... see as, you know, how it's possible... It seems that home ice advantage is not as dominant as in the other sports. So basketball, for example, having home court is very useful. Whereas in NHL, I mean, 
you could have home ice against a team, but it's still, you know, they split games in one city, then they split games in the other. And teams could be down 3-0 and still come back. It, you know, it's more, that kind of thing is more likely to happen in hockey than in the other sports, hence why I never put money on the hockey playoffs because you just never know. I mean, Columbus is down 2-zip, but the Jackets could easily win both at home and then it's 2-2. Oh, the Penguins could steal one. I mean, you never know. I mean, I didn't think Nashville would be up one zip against Chicago, but hey, they are. Uh, the Rangers are a better team, so not shocked there. Um, the Capitals up 1-0. I actually caught a bit of that game, uh, the first game, and it went to OT. Uh, I didn't know the Maple Leafs were back in the playoffs. It kind of struck me as surprising. But as I said, that explains why we have, you know, the weird, funky playoff system. Now, if it was just one versus eight, two versus seven, you know, three, six, four, five, it'd look a little bit different. You know, you may have some different matchups. But hey, whatever tickles their boat, I don't really care. Now, I will say this. When I went to the Jackets game, I was very puzzled as to how the Blue Jackets have cheerleaders that sweep the ice and take the trash out off the court and shoot shirts with their guns. I don't think I saw any other hockey team have that. I didn't know. Um, when I went to the Bruins against the Rangers, the Bruins didn't have cheerleaders that did that. Um, they shot t-shirts too and they had some like uh, in-between period nonsense going on. But hey, to each their own. Now, I will say this. It seems that hockey games go by faster. Now, mind you, it is still an hour game. So, like, 20-minute periods, three periods, 20, 20, 20, 60 minutes. Kind of, NFL is four quarters of 15 minutes. Uh, the NBA is four quarters of 12 minutes. But it seems that NBA game, NBA game goes out goes longer. I mean, there's a lot more stoppages, I guess, in NBA. But hockey, it seems that there's equally enough stops. Like, you can't ice. You can't, like, you know, use your stick to beat the shit out of someone. Yet there's fights. And it always seems like the refs get in the way. I don't know why. It just seems that way. The Sharks, for example, last year they were in the finals. I'm not sure they're going to make it again. I hope so. I'd be excited if they win. You know, the Golden State Bay Area is getting, you know, better and better with sports. Like, Golden State Warriors are good. San Jose are good. The 49ers are sucking it up. Oakland was decent this year. It's kind of funny how the 49ers are the ones uh, sucking dick. Yeah. I'm equally as perplexed as you are. Um, but I will say that I can see San Jose winning that division. I mean, that, that matchup. Um, Anaheim's probably going to edge out Calgary. Uh, St. Louis is probably going to beat Minnesota. And I think the Blackhawks usually come to playoffs. The Blackhawks know what's going on. And I, can, I, I think they're going to beat Nashville. That's my opinion. Uh, on the east side, I don't think the Jackets are going to beat the Penguins. They might lose 4-2. Uh, 4-2 or... Wait, actually, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know if it's five games or seven in the first round of the hockey games. Best of five or best of seven? Hmm. 
interesting. The NBA used to do that. It used to be best of five in the first round and best of seven. But hey, whichever the case may be, I don't see Columbus beating the Penguins just because Columbus, it's the first time in the postseason in a while. You know, they're not used to it. The Penguins are, what have you. I can see Boston upsetting Ottawa. Um, the Rangers are going to beat Montreal in that series, and the Capitals will obviously beat the Maple Leafs. Um, I think it's high time Washington wins. You know, they're due. But I am still going to root for my San Jose Sharks because that's what I do. We are loyal to our teams, damn it. That's just how we roll, okay? So, fuck off. But make sure you don't watch hockey. Well, guess what? It's the closest city that has a hockey team to where I was born in Tijuana, Mexico. But, yes, um, oh, Mexico, LA Kings are there. Yeah, but A, they were purple and black back in the day. And they had similar colors to Sacramento Kings, white, despised at the time. And, um, yeah, I didn't want to jinx any juju to the Lakers and I already root for LA so I went to the next up San Jose that's where my loyalties lie when it comes to hockey but that is the current situation of the NHL right now um, we are going to move on yes we dedicated a little bit more time to the playoffs for hockey oh but Mexi is not as much as the you know what it's hockey okay Let's calm down. Okay. We got other championships, playoffs, slash, you know, leagues to cover. Um, the main thing we're going to also discuss is a little bit of soccer. Yes, I know. Don't hate. Because the next round of the Champions League games have started. Uh, round of first legs of the quarterfinals. So, for those who don't know, in soccer, in the Champions League, you play two legs, one at home for one team, and then one at the home of the other team, and you add up the scores, away goals are more important than home goals. Now, there was a little bit of a hiccup on Tuesday, because the Borussia Dortmund game, that was supposed to be in Dortmund, had to be postponed to the Wednesday because it was a bomb threat. And I don't know who would want to blow up Dortmund versus Monaco, but okay. Uh, Monaco ended up winning 3-2. So Dortmund is a little bit effed. They have to win 2-0. Because if they win 1-0, yeah, it's 3-3 on aggregate, but... Monaco has three away goals. So they need 2-0 minimum to advance. If Dortmund scores a goal, but then Monaco scores one at home, obviously then Monaco, yeah, Dortmund's basically out. But crazier things have happened. Segwaying into the next matchup that actually did happen that Tuesday on the first leg, Barcelona lost to Juventus 3-0. I don't understand how Barcelona keeps letting this happen. They clearly have shown that they're good enough to score six goals against the best of them. 
Juventus, I don't think is as good as PSG. Um, they were very lackadaisical and just let three easy goals go through. The goalie could have saved a couple. I don't understand how he didn't. But now it's going back to Barcelona, where last time they overcame a 4-0 deficit. Is Barcelona trying to... See, this thing I don't understand. Are they trying to purposely um, lose by a lot so they can come back from a dramatic victory? Because that would that, that that's asinine. Really? If you... And Juventus, I said the same thing for PSG. If you can't win the quarterfinal game... Being up 3-0 from in the first leg at home, then you guys should drink bleach because that's ridiculous. Atletico Madrid only won 1-0 against Leicester in Madrid. And this is driving me nuts. Are we, are we, can we seriously not score against Leicester? Are you kidding me? Now, Leicester seems like they're not going to get relegated in the EPL, which means I no longer want them to win the Champions League. So fuck that shit. Get that team out of there. They didn't belong to begin with. What the fuck? So, yeah. And then Real Madrid came back to beat Bayern at the Allianz Allianz Arena. Um, They're not going to Madrid with three away goals. That is actually, you know, I mean, I don't see Bayern coming back from that, but again, crazier things have happened in the world of sports recently. One never knows. So, I could definitely see that being the case, but I can also see how it cannot be the case. But that's, you know, at the time of this airing, the second legs will have been played so, again, I see Real Madrid making it. I hope Atletico makes it. So, is that going to set up another Madrid derby? Possibly. Um, I don't think Barcelona's going to pull off another comeback against Juventus. Uh, but if they do, then that would be three Spanish teams in the last four. And then Monaco. But, like I've mentioned before, when I had my guest on the podcast, Aiden, just because if you do send three Spanish teams to the last four of the Champions League, that does not mean the Spanish League is better than any other European League. No. It just means luck of the draw, because there's drawing when it comes to the Champions League matchups. It's not like, again, same theme as with the hockey thing. It's not straight up one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. It should be. I don't know why that's not the case when you have the last 16. You should have the team with the most points play the team with the less points because it already it already works that way. Like I think when they do the drawing for the next rounds, like a team that won their group doesn't play another group winner. They play like a second place team. Because the top 2 of each group of each group make it to the last 16 in the Champions League because there's only 8 groups. So, why not just do 1 versus 16, 2, 15, 3, 14, 4, 13, 5, 12, 6, 11, 7, 10, 8, 9. 
and just go from there, bracket style, bam, you have a champion. There's no need to fucking do draws every fucking time, and then you get these like lucky scenarios where Leicester is in the quarterfinals of the fucking Champions League. If they were getting relegated, I would have no issue, but they're not getting relegated. So now I need them out of there ASAP. That's how my views on this have changed. So sue me. We will not cover the other leagues because there will come a time and place to do that because they're wrapping up right now and most of them, we already know who's going to win. So we may bring Aiden back on the podcast to discuss that at a later date, but as of now, it is unnecessary to do so. Okay? Now, that being said, I brought all this up to discuss the topic of blowing a fucking lead in sports. It has happened way too often recently in the last seasons or so, and it needs to stop. I don't understand how professionals cannot hold a fucking lead. 3-1 series lead in basketball should be a done for, clu- for uh, foregone, for clu- uh, foregone conclusion. Sorry, I'm getting upset and I'm messing up my words. A 3-1 baseball series lead should be a foregone conclusion too. Hell, 3-0 baseball leads should be foregone conclusion. The only time I've ever seen that happen as a comeback was when the Red Sox beat the freaking Yankees, you know, and the Red Sox end up winning the World Series for the first time in however long. Yeah, that rarely happens. But again, that should have not happened. The the Juventus game, if Barcelona beats you 4-3, you guys are morons. Now, mind you, they have a decent squad to do that, which I don't understand why you would lose 3-0. Like, the only thing I compare it to is when um, when uh, in 2000 and I believe it was 2011, my last year playing soccer, we won summer numerals, and in the final, the other team was good. We were down, I believe, 2-0, and then got one back to make it 2-1, then they got 3-1, then we got two more to make it 3-3, me scoring the tying PK. But that's, see, that's a little bit different because it's not like we sucked. It's not like we were playing, you know, my. it's not like La Machina FC was like by far the better team. Like, mind you, you could compare Pauly, G, uh, Pedro, and myself as the big three, you know, Neymar, Suarez, and Messi. Yeah, I can see a comparison like that. Pauly's Neymar. I'm, ugh, I'm Suarez. Wow. Can't believe I'm saying that, but all right. He's the less passer of the three, so I'll take it in this light comparison. And Pedro could be Messi, I guess. Um, and playing Juventus, who had lesser talent. No, the other team was equally as strong as we were. Uh, and they went up. It just happens. It's not like we, and it wasn't two legs. It was just one game. And we weren't down three zero and then tied three three. No, it was two zero two one three one three three. The last goal coming in the dying seconds. Me by PK, and then we went to shootouts, and we won in the shootout because our girls know how to kick PKs and not their girls because our girls are awesome. So yeah. 
just saying. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but hey, it keeps happening in the world of professional sports, so it keeps needing to be reminded. You should not blow a lead. Like, that's the only thing I can compare it to. Like, I've never been down 4-0 and came back and won a game. I've never been up 4-0 and lost the fucking game. And that's me playing at the not even semi-amateur level. These are professionals. Like, there's no reason Juventus does not have the talent to hold off Barcelona. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win at the new camp. I'm just saying if they lose, they might lose 3-0 and it goes to extra time. Okay, I will take that, maybe. But you should not be losing 4-0. You should not be losing 5-0. And you clearly have the talent to score a goal, kind of like PSG. You scored one at the new camp. That should have been a done deal. The fact that they were allowed to score three in 10 minutes is ridiculous. What are you, stupid? That's like somebody on a test getting, you know, the test is 20 questions. They have the first 16 completely right. And then the last four, they just fuck it up and have all wrong answers and end up getting like a low fucking grade. Okay. Well, mind you, in that scenario, the point point spread would have to be different for that to even happen. But if it's standard... American tests that would still be an A because it'd be sixty out of twenty. That's I almost. That's I'm pretty sure that's ninety percent. But anyways, you do get my point. And it's not like okay, so it's not like Barcelona doesn't have the talent to score one goal in Juventus, and it's not like Juventus' home ground is like a fortress. Okay, it's Juventus. They don't have Neymar, Messi, or Suarez, or any other greats. They have good players. And for Italian standards, great players. But hey, Buffon is older than Terstagen and goal. And if it goes to penalty kicks after extra times because Barcelona wins 3-0 at home, I can guarantee you Jordan is not winning because Buffon is a terrible penalty kick goalie. He doesn't look at the ball. So, Yeah. But it shouldn't happen. Blown leads in sports should not happen. Even right now, my semi-pro Australian football team, we've never been up by five goals or more and lost a fucking game, okay? No, that has not happened. I mean, yeah, the other team might get two quick goals back, but we're scoring points too if we were up by five goals, okay? That shit does not go down. At our semi-pro level, it should not go down at the professional level. I am sorry. It shouldn't. Like, that is just... It makes no sense to me in my head. Like, for example, Bayern is the best team in Germany. But as I've said before, the Bundesliga is nowhere near as competitive as the other leagues. So they can have all the great players they want. Real Madrid went in there. And Real Madrid has comparable team to Barcelona. They got Ronaldo. They got Gareth Bale. They got Sergio Ramos. They got good talent. Some of them are younger. It's not the Robins of the world. You know, younger players with faster legs. They went to Bayern and won and stole three away goals. Because they have the talent to do so. Barcelona should have the talent to do that 
to Juventus. Because I believe if Juventus played Bayern, Bayern would probably win that matchup. So, yeah. It's kind of... Yeah, Barcelona needs to step it up. And if they keep doing that leading up to the final, I swear. I'm going to be very... And if they do that in the final, I'm going to be very upset. Because they're going to steal the glory from Liverpool's comeback when they won. three. They were down 3-0. Going into the half. Came back and won. And tied it 3-3 and won it on penalty kicks. With a lesser team. So even if Barcelona did that in the final, we should get more credit. Because we were playing with the likes of Smicer and all the shit that fucking Liverpool had on that team in 2005. Our team was terrible. There's no reason AC Milan should have not beaten us with the awesome squad they had. But hey, it is the greatest comeback in Champions League history. That's all I gotta say. Champions League finals history. Sorry. I forgot that Barcelona stole our thunder. But that is enough about soccer. Let's actually go back to hockey for a second because I will say this if the Blue Jackets somehow make it and there's more home games at Nationwide and my firm hey takes us to some I you know I might experience my first NHL playoff game hey if the Jackets make it all the way and then play the Sharks hey I might be able to do both watch my favorite team again and uh, uh, be at Nationwide at the box suites woohoo now I will ask this. If I go to a hockey game again, can we please have a fight? I've yet to experience a fight, okay? But I want, like, a good fight. Like, back in the day when shit was going down kind of fight. Not the foo-foo nonsense that they do now. Like, I don't understand how you get into fights, but then, oh, you're so buddy-buddies with the dude. Okay, well, why fight then? I mean, if you're buddy-buddies with them outside of the game, then you shouldn't be getting pissed at them during the game. We need a good old-fashioned brawl. Hey, I still want to see a stick being used in a brawl. Or hey, how about we take our skates off and cut someone? Whoa, Maxi, that's too far. Really? They take their gloves off anyways to fight. They pull the shirt over the person. Oh, and they slip on the ice and oh, now it's all over. No, that's bullshit. I want to see some blood, goddammit. I want to see some blood like back in the day. Back in the day, hockey fights were better. Barry Melrose would agree with me on ESPN, okay? Just ask him. Fights, way better back in the day. Now, eh. It's kind of like, oh, make it, let's fight. And then, oh, let's still have drinks after the game. Yay, BFFs alive. No. No, no, no. I don't understand how people can be friends with people from opposing teams. That's the other thing. If I have a rival... I don't talk to that team. They're the enemy. I don't chit-chat with them. I don't go out to drinks later. Like, yeah, it's their job to them. But at some point, it was your dream to play in the NHL. It was your dream to play in the NBA. It was your dream to play in the NFL. It was your dream to play, you know, soccer professionally. God knows which league. So, say Messi going out to get drinks with Ronaldo is, to me... That should not happen. They're rivals in the Spanish League. They play the Clasico. They should hate each other. Like, it's not like they're BFFs. They shouldn't be. I mean, I... I Brett Favre 
should never be eating freaking. I mean, now that he's retired, maybe, but during his heyday, he should not be, you know, going, getting a sandwich or going, get a pe- Manny Penny with Dante Culpepper from the Vikings. No. I mean, I don't get it. Like, I get rivalries and I get hating other teams, but then you still show, oh, yeah, we're nice and cool, we're nice and cool about it. Then you don't know or understand the rivalry then. You don't understand the loyalty. I mean, I've never hung out with somebody I consider a rival. I, again, at the amateur level, I've never done that. At the semi-pro level, okay, I can sort of get it, but Columbus, the Jackaroos, we don't really have a hated rival. Like, we had issues with Nashville a few years, a few seasons ago, and I guarantee you we never went and chit-chatted with them at the bar. They were assholes, and I'm pretty sure they no longer play for uh, Nashville. So, yeah. We don't really have heated rivals, so I can't really say, and everybody kind of gets along in Australian football, but that's just because you don't play everybody on a regular basis. Like, I'm sure maybe, like, I don't know, Austin Dallas maybe has a rivalry, Houston, Austin, Houston, Dallas, I don't know. But same concept, like Eli Manning and, you know, Dak Prescott should not be BFFs, and I'm pretty sure they're not. Same thing with any Philly player and any New York Giants player. They should not be BFFs. I'm sorry. Cincinnati, Cleveland, the Browns and the Bengals, same thing, same concept. I can guarantee you nobody on the Browns is having, you know, dinner with Ben Roethlisberger and his family. Just respect the rivalry. Loyalty should be respected. I don't understand why it's not. It should be. Okay. I don't get it. But anywho, that being said, I can see how in individual sports that may be the case, more of the case, I guess. Because, well, I mean, it just depends on the sport. Like tennis, I can see how you don't always necessarily face the same opponents. You know, people get eliminated, people don't. In, in open tournaments But at the same time Like okay If I keep playing The same guy Over and over again And he keeps eliminating me I keep eliminating him And we're like Technically considered rivals We should not be BFFs I mean Djokovic and Nadal Or Djokovic and Federer Should not be You know Sitting by the campfire Singing Kumbaya together No Sorry. If I had a rival at marathon running, I'm pretty sure I would not be chilling with them. I don't, but hey, it's a lot different. I'm not also finishing races in first place. But I'm sure the Kenyans, you know, um, and the Ethiopians don't chit-chat or like, like each other. Now, mind you, at the Tokyo Marathon when I went, the, like the first four places or five places were all Kenyans or six, I believe. So I can kind of see how they all travel together from the same country dominating the race. But hey, I don't know. Like maybe they do, maybe they don't. I'll have to do more research on that. But my point being, rivals are rivals. Loyalty should be respected. 
Um, and leads should not be blown in professional sports. But anyways, that has been the podcast. A little bit shorter this time. But hey, we covered uh, topics, playoffs, uh, recent news. Uh, stay tuned next time. We will discuss personal relationships again. And maybe on the next sports one, we might have another guest, but we'll see. Um, anyways, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, the links to the SoundCloud page are there. Uh, Alex Ferrari, the Mexican. Supermax, the YouTube channel. Supermax, Mexi Mind Matters on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud and Super Asshole Max on Twitter. Send me messages, send me DMs, texts, emails, questions, whatever you want. But until next time, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'll see you guys next time. Bye now.